know we're done, but I feel like there's, there's an unfinished work here today. Um, Holy Spirit gave gifts, and with the giving of gifts, he gave this. This is why we're going to be doing these uh, prophetic stewardship classes. The prophetic stewardship classes actually are going to blow your mind when you actually find out what it's about. It's, it's nothing, it's nowhere close to what you are thinking, okay? Um, but the stewardship of gifts, I, I want to say this. Um, Ephesians chapter 4, 11 and 12 says, And to the church he gave some, not all to be apostles, some not all to be prophets, some not all to be evangelists, to be pastors, to be teachers for the edifying, the training, the training and the building of the church. These are what we call the fivefold ministry gifts or the hand ministries or the, the, their gifts. They are gifts of God to the church. There's a twofold rebuke in this. As a fivefold ministry gift, I cannot act like I am more valuable than you. Amen. A gift is given freely from the Father, but there is a value attached to that gift. And there is a price that had to be paid for that gift. Okay? So I'm going to say the next thing that I'm going to say, and I know that we're live now, so whoever's watching this, and if you go to another ministry, I love you. Um, fivefold ministry gifts need to stop doing it for hire. Prophets are profiting too much. P-R-O-P-H-E-T-S are um, P-R-O-F-I-T-T-I-N-G a little too much. And that's not just the prophets, it's the prophetic people as well. So there is a stewardship that we have to learn with the gifts. We are gifts. We don't act like we're better than y'all. Or higher than y'all. However, since we know that we are valuable gifts, we have these things called boundaries because we need to steward the gift within us so that when it comes time for you to receive the gift from us, from God, through us to you, that it doesn't fall outside the boundaries of good stewardship. Okay? So you have to... Fran decided to bless me for my birthday and got me some J's. I am making sure that they are very well taken care of. All my J's are taken care of. Amen. My Jordans. But I am stewarding it well. How am I stewarding well? I am making sure that I am wearing new socks with my J's. I'm making sure that my feet are clean. And I'm making sure that if I get overheated or sweat, that I take them off so that they don't get stinky. If they get dirty, I'm going to clean them, and then I'm going to put them back where they belong. Why? 
because it was a gift given to me to cover me. It's to cover my feet. It's to protect my feet. Yes, they look good, but they are to protect my feet. What do the feet symbolize? The evangelism and the going forward. How beautiful are the feet of those who herald the gospel, the good news. This is biblical. So we need to learn prophetic stewardship. So we're going to be giving that class. Today is Holy Spirit's Day, as is every day, but today we're celebrating the you know, Pentecost, right? I've already given y'all 10 different messages today. We've had praise and worship. We had a Selah moment. Uh, there was prophecy that went forth, prophecy that went forth. Y'all came up for healing. I pray that you felt it. I, I felt the presence of God and the power of God, and I still do. And there is still an unfinished work, which is why I'm bumping my gums now. Because Holy Spirit came as the promised gift, but he's like a gift with gifts. So let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 12 real quick. We can't talk about Holy Spirit as the promised gift and not understand the other gifts that he gave us. So if you go to 1 Corinthians chapter 12, <clears throat> y'all just didn't free stuff today. Because it's relevant. Tap your neighbor and say it's relevant. How many of you are, you know, you've, you've wanted to move? In, how many of you have moved in the gifts of Holy Spirit? Raise your hand. Raise your hand. Praise God. It's powerful, right? Powerful power. Powerful power. Father, bless the Hebrews. We love them in Jesus' name. Amen. Um, are you working this week? Okay. Just, I'll text you. Um, how many and this is prophetic stewardship is not the same as stewarding the gifts they go together um, but we're going to talk real quick about stewarding the gifts of Holy Spirit not the gift of Holy Spirit. He is the gift. But we're going to talk about the gifts that he is a gift given to us by Jesus by way of the love of Abba Father, right? Yeah. So he was the promised gift. Jesus was not. Turn to your neighbor and say, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit. is the promised gift. The promised gift. Jesus, is not. Jesus is not. Jesus is my Lord and Savior. So, Holy Spirit is the promised gift given to us by, whole, by Jesus Christ through the love of Abba Father. We've settled that in our heart. We understand that. But since Holy Spirit is the promised gift and here, He is like Abba Father. He gives good gifts. So, that's we can't talk about Holy Spirit and not talk about the goodness of God. Because in 1 Corinthians 12, it outlines nine gifts that Holy Spirit gives unto man according to his will, his purpose, and his measure of. And when he gives it, he requires it to be held. 
He requires it to be given. With that understanding, how many of you have held back using your gift that Holy Spirit has given you? Raise your hand. Every hand should be raised. Hang head in shame. <laughs> That's real. Every single one of us, every single one of us, when you see someone, you have a word of wisdom, but you're nervous because of who it is. Are we live? Yeah, we're live. There's a, a, a specific uh, political figure that is pretty high up there that I was speaking with. And when I was speaking with him, because the gifts are given with what? Without, without repentance. Okay? So it doesn't matter who I am around. If word of knowledge by way of a vision comes to me, I am the gift holder. I have to then deliver the gift. Right? I can't hold it back. I can't be a gift glutton. Some of you are. Most. A gift glutton. So I have to give it in the with the measure of faith given to me. So there is a gift of faith, but then there's also each believer has a measure of faith. So according to the measure of faith that I have, I then have to give that gift with that measure pushing it. All right? Are we understanding this? So I'm in front of this political figure, pretty, pretty high up there. And then I have a vision, word of knowledge concerning this individual's son who is three years old. This individual, this political figure, is not a believer. It's actually been hurt by the church. This individual is not a believer. The Lord gave me a word of knowledge concerning his son. And even though he's not a believer, this political figure is very spiritual. So I looked at him. I didn't say the word, thus saith God. And all. I had to use his spiritist vernacular and I went someone like something like this and y'all could crucify me later but you won't find me there amen I said I see like an aura around your son and he's got this thing about him like prince he's like a young musical prodigy And I said, it would be good. Like his energy is so powerful that he's going to be able to transfer that energy from learning drums to playing the harmonica to playing the keyboard to playing the guitar. And after that, whatever he wants. But I also see like he's got this vibe of being able to sing. And like when he sings and vibes and it ebbs and flows, that he's going to be able to create like this whole entire, like a euphoric experience for everybody that's around. His dad was like, bro, 
He's inside the house right now playing a harmonica. We just bought him drums last week, and that boy can sing. See, but some of us think that certain people are undeserving of the gift that Holy Spirit gifted you with. So we're just going to talk real quick about stewarding because the Word of God says he who wins souls is wise. The soul is not a spirit and it's not salvation. The soul is the mind, the will, the intellect, and the emotions, which means he who gets influence is wise. And I'm wise. Because now I have very much influence in this individual's life. Well, they will text me, they will call me, they'll ask for wisdom, guidance, and the like. Why? Because I won his soul. By using the Holy Spirit gift of word of wisdom, or word of knowledge, and the gift of tongues. Because I had to speak in his language, not mine. So let's discuss this real quick. So 1 Corinthians chapter 12 starts out. It says, now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I don't want you to be unaware. You know that when you were pagans, you were led astray to the mute idols. However, you were led. Therefore, I make known to you that no one speaking by the spirit of God says Jesus is accursed. And no one can say Jesus is Lord except by Holy Spirit. And we see this in what? Matthew chapter 16, I believe, when uh, they're at Caesarea Philippi and Jesus uh, says, who, who do you say that I am? Who do they say? Oh, you're Elijah or you're John the Baptist, even though he already got his head lopped off. Oh, you're this, you're that, you're that. And then Peter said, you are the son, you are the Messiah. And he said, that's where Simon then became Peter. And he said, Peter, it is by the way of Holy Spirit that this has been revealed to you. But say nothing to anybody, basically. Uh, so that's that. Now, there are a variety of gifts, but the same Spirit. So here we go. There are a variety of ministries and the same Lord. There are a variety of effects. I'm going to give you guys something for free. I wasn't going to do this, but I'm going to do it for you. Write this down. Holy Spirit gives gifts. Verse 5. Jesus Christ gives ministries. Verse 6. Abba Father gives effects. Holy Spirit is the gift giver. Jesus Christ is the ministry giver. Abba Father is the variety of effects giver. He said, let there be light, and the effect was, it was so. Right? So there's that. You see the Trinity right there in verse 5, or 4, 5, and 6. It says, but the same God who works in all things, in all persons, Verse 7, but to each one is given the manifestation of the Spirit for themselves, right? No, it says for the common good. That's why, write this down, I have 
the gifts of Holy Spirit, the ministries of Jesus Christ, and the effects of God for the common good of all. For the Satanists, for Big Booty Judy, who you hate, for Billy Bob, Sally Sue, all of them, the people that you don't like, prefer, people you love and do prefer, it's for the common good of all. For to one is given the first thing, the word of wisdom. That's that gift that makes people go, wow. Word of wisdom, wow. It's warning. It's, it's heeding. It's word, the, the gift of the word of wisdom is the gift of reverential fear and worship of God. So when you operate in this gift, the weight of the word that you give should render reverential fear and worship of God in the recipient. If you don't do this, the Lord would say, blah, blah, blah. Or if, you know what? I just see this, 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 and this. It would be beneficial if you don't do this, this, and this. Because if you do, this is what will happen. Word of wisdom. Warning. Wow. Reverential fear and worship of God. Amen. Then he says, uh, to another, the word of knowledge according to the same spirit. Okay? Word of knowledge. Prophesied over the woman God right here based off of a word of knowledge. The word of knowledge has two words in the first four letters of know, which is know and now. So you know now. Hello? That simple. Word of knowledge speaks to knowing now, a knowing of now, and of past things. I don't know how many people in here need healing, but I knew that people need healing. I know certain people need healing in certain areas. For example, there's someone in here that is on the cusp of having renal failure, but in the name of Jesus Christ, witchcraft is being routed out and your kidneys are being made whole. Amen. I don't know who that is. Word of knowledge tells me that someone in here is on the verge of it. Okay? I'm not going to point anybody out. And to another, faith by the same spirit. Now, this isn't the same type of faith that each person is given. This is this radical faith that, like, exuberant above and beyond faith. The faith that when you are going through turmoil, you call on someone that has the resident gift of faith. I and I have this and this happening in my life. The doctors say I have three weeks to live. Uh, the doctors are a liar, says the Lord. Let me attach my gift of faith with your faith and let's see what God can do. Okay? Then it goes on from there. And I love this one. To another, the gifts, plural, gifts of healings, plural. There's more than one gift of healing, and there is more than one type of healing. When you have someone that you can talk to and is a safe space, a safe zone, a safe haven for you, and you're just like, man, they are such a good listener. They know how to receive what I'm saying without 
you know, being not so much phased by it, but they can then give me wise counsel. They have the gift of faith of listening. There's others that have a gift of, of healing, rather, the gift of healing uh, that is comedic. The Word of God says that, that laughter is the medicine to the bone. Like, it's, it's, it's medicine. Kennedy and Lily have the gifts of healings of laughter. They make us laugh all day long. Maddie has the gift of healing by giving hugs. I mean, she's got such a powerful anointing on her. Who in here has back pain right now? Who's the one in here that has back pain about, like right here? Who is it? Come up here right now. I can, I can barely breathe. That's word of knowledge in action. And that's also the gift of tongues and interpretation in tongues. Word of knowledge came because God is speaking a language to me in my body. And I've been feeling it, and it's weighing more and more and more. And you guys have been seeing me do this, and, I'm, and it's so much pain. I can barely breathe. And so finally, the Holy Spirit's like, are you going to check that or what? So you're seeing three gifts in operation right now. You're seeing the gift of tongues, interpretation, word of knowledge, and you're about to see one of the gifts of healings in Jesus' name. So, Father, I thank you and praise you for Pam. I pray healing virtue. I curse the pain in her back, the backstabbing in the name of Jesus Christ. And I command the pain to leave and flee now in Jesus' name. Healing virtue of heaven flow freely in Pam. Out, 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 all the way 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 out. I command you to leave. I command you to leave. I command the pain to subside and leave. Healing virtue, flow freely. Flow freely, flow freely, flow freely. More, more, more healing virtue, healing virtue. Healing virtue of heaven. Healing virtue of heaven. More, 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 more. All the way out, almost gone. Thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Take the pain to zero. Take the pain to zero. Take the pain to zero. All the way. All the way, all the way, all the way out, all the way to zero, all the way to zero, all the way to zero. Let it go, let it go, let it go, let it go, let it go. Let them go, let them go, let them go. There we go, healing virtue flow. And we lose the dunamis power of Holy Spirit into that trauma site in the mighty name of Jesus. Where's your pain at? It's gone. That's how that works. <laughs> Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. So that's how that works. That was the word of knowledge with, and we haven't gotten to it yet, uh, tongues, interpretation, gifts of healing. So the gifts of healing, there are several gifts of healings. Um, I have sang over people before and they have been healed. I have sat under 
the playing of someone playing the guitar and have been delivered. Uh, Don't think for a second. I'll put it to you like this. For every face of God, for every facet of the heart and the face of God, there is a gift of healing. Good luck trying to find out all of them. So from there, we have uh, to another the affecting of miracles or the effects of works of power. That's what miracles are. Works of power. Dunamis. Power. Dynamito. Or we get the word dynamite, right? This works of power, miracles, supernatural provision, creative miracles. And I'm going to say this because everybody wants a creative miracle, but no one wants the chaos. Everybody wants a creative miracle to happen, and y'all are still serving the Holy Spirit of the Old Testament. Well, uh, of, of the beginning of the church, y'all are, y'all are uh, the church doesn't even really worship Holy Spirit anymore. I serve the Holy Spirit that is, was, and still is today and is more to fill out later on. That Holy Spirit is always around when there is chaos. If you look at Genesis, whoo, I feel the power of God. If you look at Genesis chapter 1, verse 1, in the beginning God created heavens and the earth, and the earth was formless and void. That means tohu bohu, which means it was dark and becoming void, which means that is actually where Satan fell and the third of of the angels were cast out. So it was already formed and created. God had already created it, but he had to recreate. Why do you think he created Adam and, and Eve and said, go and subdue and replenish which means it was already plenished. That's the Holy Spirit that is still living and active today. Everybody wants a creative power working a miracle in their life, but nobody wants the chaos for Holy Spirit to come and reverberate over with his holy power vibrations. But you want a creative miracle and you, you hello, chaos is where creativity is birthed. I'll write that one down. So the miracles, the power, the working, the effects of miracles, the working of power, Holy Spirit power, it can be supernatural provision. Uh, it, it, could, it could be a metal plate dissolving, which, and it always works, not always, it works in tandem with a lot of the other uh, gifts of Holy Spirit. I was living in Panama uh, in 1998, and by Panama, I'm talking about the country Panama. And we went to this church in, in Panama City, Panama, not Panama City, Florida. We went to this church. There was this man there from Nigeria. He was a prophet of God. He came, and this man walked in the room, and people fell out. All he did was walk in the room. There was probably 5,000 people in this huge church auditorium in Panama City, Panama. And he came up to the podium. He worshiped God for like five minutes. He turned and he just went like this. And at least 15 rows back, everybody from this side of the auditorium to this side, like fell out. 
Every single one of those people had some type of ailment, sickness, disease in their life. Uh, people walked in, um, in, well, were rolled in because they were pa paralyzed, and then they left pushing their own wheelchair. Um, people, the, the altar was full with, with crutches and needles, and, I mean, you name it. Um, there was one portion of the night where I saw Jesus walk through the crowd. The only reason why I knew it was Jesus because nobody was walking there. And wherever, it was just like a path to just start. And wherever Jesus walked, everybody fell out. It, 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 it's the power that was in this man was because of Psalm 91. They that dwell in the secret place of the Most High shall what? Under? The shadow of the Almighty. It was the shadow of Jesus through this man that was able to do this stuff. So the working of miracles still happens today, and it is the power that brings forth change. Okay? It's not Sideshow Bob. It's not a circus. It's the power of Jesus Christ. And to another prophecy. Now, there's a difference between the office and the gift. Prophecy is a spirit, which is Holy Spirit. And it always testifies of Jesus. What did the messenger tell John the Revelator? Worship God, for the spirit of prophecy is the testimony of Jesus. So the gift of prophecy uplifts encourages, exhorts, rebukes, edifies. It articulates the rhema, personal, a scripture, from the logos, the whole word. The rhema does not outweigh the logos. It never has and it never will. However, the gift of prophecy, the rhema, word of God, is the highlighting of just one scripture. So it has to be backed by scripture and come from scripture. That's what makes it rhema. It is, it's almost even as the engrafted word of God, which is able to save your soul. So personal prophecy is found in this gift of Holy Spirit. And it's to be stewarded properly. It is not a sideshow thing. And it always comes from the Logos. But it does not outweigh it. Okay? After that, you have to another, the, the distinguishing of spirits or the discerning of spirits. The discerning of spirits isn't just the discerning of angels and demons. It's also discerning you and your spirit from what is God and from what's the demonic. But it also allows you to judge the hearts of others or the motives. The motives of man. That's what the discerning of spirits is. And there, just because Holy Spirit gives you one of these gifts doesn't mean that the level, the measure, and the dimension of that gift in you is the same as mine. There are levels to it. Okay? Just like... Anybody can go buy a Dodge Challenger. But if you buy a Dodge Challenger GT, 
Good luck trying to race a Dodge Challenger Hellcat. Completely different. One has 325 horsepower, one has 717 horsepower. Which one do you think is going to win? But they're both a Challenger. You get it? It's the same thing. So then we have uh, to another of various kinds of tongues or languages. That's what that means, languages. And to another, the interpretation of that language. So then it goes on to say, but one and the same spirit works all things, distributing to each one individually, just as he wills. For even as the body is one and yet has many members and all the members of the body, though they are many, are one body, so also in Christ. So I went through all of that. We went through all of that to say one body because of one Christ, right? Which means if you are given one of these Holy Spirit gifts, it is not for you. It is not for you to determine who is deserving of receiving the gift of Holy Spirit through you. That is not up to you. And a lot of you are found in error and liable before God because you have decided to build a metric in your life of who deserves that Holy Spirit gift and operation in you. So how do you steward it? Galatians 5, 22 through 23. But the fruit of the Spirit. You cannot operate in these and steward these nine gifts of Holy Spirit without the ninefold fruit. It's one fruit, nine facets of Holy Spirit. And they each correlate. Amen. Steward your fruit so that you can give the gifts. Stand to your feet. We're out of here. So, Father, we thank you for this time. Your word says that he who began a good work in you will be faithful to complete it until your return. So I pray for a perfecting of the saints. Holy Spirit, what you started today, may it not fall on deaf ears, may it not land on a hardened heart, but let it take root in good soil of our heart. We come up against the word thief in Jesus' name. No birds will come and take away the seed of the word of God and the, and the seeds of what Holy Spirit has imp implanted and imparted into us today. In the strong name of Jesus, I decree and declare a boldness, a clarity, and the doing anointing, the dunamis of Holy Spirit in every single one of us. Use us for your glory. Take us where you need to take us, that we will fulfill what you have told us to do. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen.